Hello, and welcome to All My Friends Are Dogs. All my friends are dogs. Hey, all my friends are dogs. Yeah, I gave up on people, and all my friends are dogs. A podcast where two human disasters who can barely take care of themselves tell you how to take care of your dogs. <laughs> we do a better job at taking care of our dogs than we do ourselves. Yeah, I think so. It's probably true. So, Not my cat, though. Well, I take care of your cat. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, sit back and buckle up, uh, because this week we are going to talk about chocolate. Oh! Yes. So, I've known for a while that chocolate's really bad for dogs, but I didn't really know why. Do you, what are your thoughts? What have uh, you heard about chocolate? I know it's poisonous in some sort of form. Exactly. That was kind of my impression, too. It was like, it's bad don't do it but i didn't really know any right but then there's like my old beagle who ate 12 double chocolate donuts and was totally fine so that's too many stomach of steel or is chocolate not poisonous well um i know all about it and now i'm gonna tell you so the main component in chocolate that is dangerous for dogs is called theobromine um, and the IUPAC nomenclature for that is 3,7-dimethyl-1-H-purine-2,6-dione. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so if there's any chemists out there or anyone who knows what the fuck IUPAC nomenclature is, you'll probably notice that there is no bromine in this molecule, which is weird since it is called theobromine. So, are you talking about what's in chocolate chemically? Yes. Okay. Um, so, it got its name from the genus of the cocoa tree, which is Theobroma, which means food of the gods in oh. Greek. Uh, broma being food and Theo being gods. I like that. So, it's a plant alkaloid. Um, And there's some other plant alkaloids that you might know about, such as morphine, cocaine, nicotine, and caffeine. Wow, so chocolate's basically a drug. Yep. Uh, So chocolate has caffeine, and it also has this theobromine compound in it. So theobromine is a very mild stimulant, and when you think about it in comparison to something like cocaine, it's kind of a pussy in terms of... (laughs) Um, but that doesn't make it completely harmless. Overconsumption of chocolate in humans can cause sweating, trembling, and headache. Really? Or what I like to call waking up. (laughs) I was feeling really funny when I was writing this. (laughs) Obviously, clearly. I'm like, like let me fucking do a soliloquy right now. Sammy is on fire. (laughs) So occasionally people, usually old decrepit, elderly, like, you know, the half-dead. Tostito. The Tostitos of the human community. Um, Sometimes they'll need to get treatment for theobromine toxicity, but it's pretty rare. It's not, like, a normal thing. I feel like it would be, like... Old people have chocolate poisoning? If they, like, eat too much chocolate. Why would they do that? Because maybe they really like chocolate, and they're too old to handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. I've never heard of that, but... I think it's pretty uncommon. I feel like it's something you'd see in, like, house, where it would be, like... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, for other species, like dogs and cats, the amount of chocolate that can 
cause a toxicity is much lower. And it's measured in what's called an LD50. I'm wondering if I'm going to lose you on this. I really hope I'm not. But okay. So I don't know what an LD50 is. I'm going to so. tell you. So an <laughs> LD50 lost. is an oral toxicity measurement. That So basically. Like a breathalyzer. Kind of. I think it maybe. I think it's. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, and it refers to the dose that would kill 50% of a given population. So the way that I think of it is it's the concentration of theobromine in your body that would kill, so like a 50-pound dog, take all 50-pound dogs, this is the amount of theobromine that would kill 50% of those dogs. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a concentration. It's not necessarily... I don't know how they measure it. I guess they could measure it by a breathalyzer. Like, I'm not sure if that's how they do alcohol percentages is kind of what I was saying. But so it's basically, it's like, so yeah, it's that measurement. And they measure it in um, milligrams of poison per kilograms of body weight. Oh. So. Smaller the dog. Right. So the LD50 of theobromine for humans is around 1,000 milligrams per kilogram. And the LD50 for dogs is closer to 300 milligrams per kilogram. So basically is what this is saying is that a fifth, like if you had a 50-pound human child and a 50-pound human dog, they... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a dog. Maybe not a human. You know human what I mean. Human dog. <laughs> uh, if you had a 50-pound dog <laughs> and a 50-pound human child you could give the human child a lot more chocolate before it would die that makes sense yeah so the reason that these values are so different is because humans are able to metabolize this compound more quickly than our canine counterparts and i couldn't find anything on why that was um so if anyone knows hit us up yeah let us know because i was trying to figure it out and i couldn't and i kind of gave up Um, But so in humans, the half-life of theobromine is about two to three hours, but because dogs absorb it so much slower, it's closer to like 18 hours. And the hazard that's presented by chocolate is going to depend on the size of your dog, the type of the chocolate, and the amount of chocolate that's consumed. Oh, so like is dark chocolate worse or milk chocolate? You're so smart, Molly. What a clever girl. What a clever Molly. So the amount of theobromine is going to vary depending on the type of chocolate. So typically, the darker and more bitter the chocolate, the more theobromine is going to be present. So, for instance, white chocolate is only going to contain about... Ooh. I hate white chocolate. I love white chocolate. It makes me throw up instantly. Oh, God. It makes me want to do good things. <laughs> makes me want to clean up trash on the side of the road and volunteer at a soup kitchen. Classic white chocolate. Classic white chocolate molly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's going to contain around 0.01 milligrams per gram of chocolate, uh, while milk chocolate is going to contain something like two milligrams of theobromine per gram of chocolate, and cocoa powder is going to have about 20 milligrams of theobromine per gram of cocoa powder, so. What about dark chocolate? Dark chocolate is somewhere kind of in the middle, it's like 15. But so basically, the darker the chocolate, the darker, more bitter, the more theobromine, the more dangerous it is. So if your dog eats, you know, like a little piece of white chocolate, it's probably not as big of a deal as if it eats like a little piece of dark chocolate. But again, it depends on the size of your dog. A smaller dog can, um, doesn't have to eat very much 
chocolate for it to be a problem oh, or a no, larger Tostito. dog. Yeah. Luckily he doesn't have teeth, so it's true, he can only just lick up the chocolate. Yep. Um so Gargus and I did some dog death math. Ooh. And we determined that a fifty pound dog would only need to consume 0.5 grams of dark chocolate for it to reach the concentration of the LD50, meaning it would be pretty much on the brink of life and death. And That's crazy. So he also did the math for a Hershey bar, which is only two and a half Hershey bars. But a five-pound dog like Tostito would only have to eat 0.054 grams of oh, dark chocolate. No, toast. Or one quarter of a Hershey bar for it to be... Dangerous. Dangerous for him. So it's really, really dangerous and risky for small dogs. So the smaller the dog, the more dangerous it is. No chocolate for toast. No chocolate for toast. Um, And there's also, I found an interactive tool on PetMD if you don't like doing algebra for fun. (laughs) So that was at www.petmd.com backslash. I didn't even think there's something called fucking PetMD. It's like WebMD, but that's so cool. You ruined my hyperlink, bitch. Sorry, go on, go on. Nope, never mind. No one's going to know. Who puts a hyperlink on a podcast anyway? I guess I'm just going to. Backslash. Backslash, backslash, 1166. I'm going to write it all in binary. Um, I actually, I really don't get binary. I don't understand. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway, I'll, I'm going to say that I'll put that link up on Instagram, but there's a oh. 30% chance that I will, so. Look who it is. Is it Bart? Look who it is. Old Bart. We have some stories. Look at him. We have a lot of stories about old Bart to tell you later. Oh, God. Not looking forward to that. Hmm, it's going to be fun for everyone. All right. So moving on. Um, if your dog happens to ingest chocolate, the negative symptoms are typically going to show up within two hours. Um, but because it's metabolized so slowly in dogs, it can take closer to 24 hours. So basically if your dog eats chocolate, don't wait. You need to call the vet or poison services immediately, but, um, I'll get to that. But anyway, so early signs may include vomiting. And excessive thirst. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, um, symptoms may include hyperexcitability, hyperirritability, <laughs> tachycardia, which is rapid heartbeat, um, excessive panting, ataxia, which is loss of control of body movement. Oh, shit. And muscle spasms. Um, and there's not a specific antidote to theobromine. But they can do supportive management, such as, like, they might induce vomiting and administer, like, activated charcoal, yeah, oxygen, or intravenous fluids if necessary. Um, in the worst cases, it might lead to cardiac arrhythmias, seizure, and death. Oh, no. It's a really dangerous thing. It's, like, so, very serious. Fuck chocolate. Yeah, so... Um, and even if the dog does recover, it may take as long as three days for them to, Aww. like, get out of... Yeah, so it's very dangerous. That's so sad. So, yeah, so it's really dangerous. So you need to act very quickly. If you think your dog has ingested chocolate or if you know it has or if it has any of the symptoms above and you have chocolate in your house, um, the pet poison hotline, I mean... I don't know if this is going to help anyone. Like, you're not going to be listening to this podcast and be like, oh, wow, I need to save my dog. Let me just listen to this whole thing about chocolate. Um, But it's 1-855-213-6680. That's actually a thing? Yeah, but so maybe... Oh, fuck me. Um, (laughs) Spilled my drink again. 
Um, but yeah, so the pet poison helpline, that's a thing. So if you are worried about something that your dog ate, give them a call or call your veterinarian immediately. And especially with poisonings, like it's cheaper, it's less invasive, and your dog has a much better chance of surviving if it's treated early. So the longer you wait, the worse it is for everyone, pretty much. Once the clinical signs start to develop, it becomes a lot more expensive, and it also reduces your dog's chance of surviving. So just take them immediately. If, yeah. Oh, God, Tostino. So he's, <laughs> he's just skittering like, all around. Bart, Bart, is that you? Bart, Bart. So there's also a few other um, human foods that are toxic to dogs that I'm just going to mention real quick because knowledge is power, and Ooh. we should save all of our canine friends. Yes, go for it. I didn't. This is grapes. A, yes. Wow. Let me read this to you. All right. Grapes and raisins contain a toxin that can cause severe liver, da- liver damage and kidney failure. I heard that. Do you have another one? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, macadamia nuts ah, interesting. contain a toxin that can inhibit locomotory activities and can cause tremors and damage your dog's digestive, nervous, and muscle systems. Onions and chives are really bad for dogs and cats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about garlic? Garlic. So it said that garlic is bad for dogs in larger quantities, but in small, small quantities, it can be helpful to fight okay. ticks. Yeah. But I think it's kind of one of, it's probably one of those things where, like, you kind of have to know the stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, well. Um, xylitol, which so. I don't know what the fuck that is. All right. Xylitol is like a sweetener and so if your dog eats like an entire pack of gum like Watson did that one time <laughs> um so it, this says a sugar alcohol found in gum candies baked goods and other sugar substituted I- items it is extremely toxic to dogs even small amounts can cause low blood sugar seizures liver failure oh, even no. death death uh, my dog ate an entire pack of gum and didn't die um I'm not saying that that means that it's okay. Like, if your dog eats an entire pack of gum and he's not doing so hot, like, fucking... Watson's just a champion. He is a fucking champion. And, like you said, your dog ate donuts. And That's true. It's not... It's definitely, like, this is, as with all sciences, like, there's not a... Every single person and every single dog is different. Everyone's going to react differently. Like, you can't... This is just, you know, this is what is the consensus right now. So... Your dog might eat one chocolate donut and fucking die. Like, it's not right. something to be gambled with. It's, you know, I was terrified when he ate that pack of gum, and luckily he was fine. But it's not like I was just like, oh, well, I'm going to leave this gum out because like, he can eat anything. So definitely be careful. Like, keep your chocolate, keep your sweets, keep the dangerous things up high. Don't give them to your dogs. Like, No grapes, no raisins. Yep. Be Be careful. Because, and especially, like, the smaller your dog, like, Watson's, he's, like, 50-ish pounds, so he's, like, a decent size. But if you have a really small dog, it's a lot more dangerous. Like, tiny toast. Tiny toast, the little baby's boy. He's like, what are you talking about? Stop, 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 stop looking at me. (laughs) Okay. Um, so now I guess we're going to do one of the packs. All my friends are dogs. Hey, all my Go! 
This is a very low energy episode. Neither of us feel very well. I know. I think I'm very ill. Um, it's also very hot in this shitty fort that I made. And I'm bloated. This is going to be literally like a 30 minute episode. <laughs> well, they're usually about 30 minutes, right? Uh, the last one was an hour. No, it wasn't. It was 50 minutes. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about was Old Bart's shaking and fainting episodes. Absolutely. Oh, Molly, could you just elaborate on that a little bit, please? So, uh, casually, just, you know, Bart's asleep and everything. And he's on my bed, everything's going fine, and he, he starts coughing a little bit. And I'm like, hmm. Patting his back, and, you know, then he suddenly collapses, isn't breathing, his heart is, like, basically stopped. So I have to jiggle him multiple times, jiggle, 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 and suddenly he, like, twitches, kind of comes back to life, shakes for a little bit, and then, uh... This has happened, what, two? Twice. Twice, twice? yeah, twice. So, um... I had to take him to the vet. Mm Mm-hmm. And they say it's some sort of... $500 later. Yeah. (laughs) A heart condition uh yeah which it sounds like yeah they're like it's either neurological or it's uh cardiac cardiac yeah so it's definitely uh cardiac so next week he has an appointment with the cardiologist specialist so we'll keep you updated on that yeah, that's very Prayers exciting. for Bart, please. He's I know. I really feel like we, need, so we well. need, like, a hashtag pray for Bart. Toast is, like, yeah. thriving. Toast is, yeah, he's going to live forever. Bart Um So that's kind of, that's earth. another thing that I kind of wanted to mention was, um, do you think maybe we should get rid of the Tostito watch? Because he's, he's doing really well. Like, we don't really need I to think, update. No, 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 yeah, I think he's one of the pack now. He is one of the pack, He's yeah. not, like, a dying. I think so, because when we first got him, he was literally, like, uh, it was. Uh, I thought fucking, he had a couple weeks yep, to it was live. A, day-to-day struggle so i think um but now he's definitely i don't i don't worry about him being dead anymore no me either and there's he's one of the pack like yeah he's one of the pack he is he's okay okay, all right yeah that was my that was my thought too i'm glad we agree that's actually yeah i like that i know okay so everyone say goodbye to tostito watch it's just gonna be part of one of the pack by the way last tostito watch uh he's doing fine (laughs) he's doing very well uh, he has terrible breath. He smells like rotting cheese, and his tail might be falling off. But he's <laughs> like, fine. He's doing really well. We don't need Toast You to watch. But by the way, his tail's falling off. <laughs> but for him, to be honest, that's doing really well. It's true, yeah. <laughs> toast. Um, so hashtag pray for Bart. Yep. Hashtag pray for Bart. Toast is absolutely fine. Yep. No more prayers for toast. Um. But so anyway, fucking Bart. We. There were these super nice people that wanted to adopt him that live in North Conway, New Hampshire, which is, it's not that far from here, but it's, like, this super awkward car trip where you have to go, like, very south and then, like, very north. I think it took them, like, two hours it's like to get It's, here. like, two to three hours. Yeah. Um, so they drove all the way up here to meet Bart and this other dog, Poncho, um, and we met them in Freeport at the, the Beagle Rescue, and they were, like, they were going to help pay for Bart's... They're gonna be cardiologist, yeah, his, yeah, his cardiologist appointment, which was like super nice. Before they even met him, they were just like the sweetest like people, and they drove all the way up here to meet Bart and Poncho, and they brought their dogs so everyone could meet. And um, it went pretty well. Yeah, for a while they were hanging out. Things were chill. Bart was doing well. Poncho was doing well. They're talking about how cute he is and everything. Mm-hmm. And everyone uh, loved everyone. It was it was great. 
until... And then old Bart had a little bit of a problem. Um, so their dog, Craig, um, <laughs> went to, like, hump or, like, step on... Yeah, hump stanced Bart, put his... Uh, I didn't see what happened. ...paw on his back, and old Bart has a very sensitive back. Old Bart is in a lot of pain, and he... And he's ill. He has a raging UTI. He was very upset about this, and he fucking snapped. Lost it. Old Bart lost it. Went to fucking... It was only one bite. That's all he needed. He basically just fucking lunged at this dog, Craig. At its face. At his face. Chomped onto his ear with, like, literally a pit bull grip. And I was the closest one to him, and... You flew over there. I'm not one to act well in these situations, but I fucking nailed this. I just, like... Went over, I fucking picked him up and tried to pull him off, but he, like, would not let go. So I, like, grabbed his face and, like, fucking wrenched his face <laughs> off. And luckily, Craig wasn't fighting back. Right, he was kind of... He was such a good big, dog. Big yeah, he was a huge... Yeah, he, he was, like, a tore fucking 90-pound lab. Yeah. He... And he, thank God, was just very, like, what's going on? And he was very fine and, like... Otherwise, I would have. He would have bit me. Oh yeah, like yeah, I would have been yeah. fucking. I'm not good at. My mom always tells me not to break up the dog fight. She's like, get a bottle, of a spray <laughs> bottle, and I'm like, mom, where am I gonna get a yeah, spray bottle? I'm right in the field. I'm gonna go to Walmart to get the spray bottle. I know. So I always just like throw my body in the way, and I get bit a lot, and it's just. Yeah, I think we talked about this before when yeah, when Bart and Cop got in a yep, fight. Bart and Cop. Yep. So this is. Um, so we've decided fight. that. Yep. So we've decided that Bart is not. Good with other dogs, and we don't think that he should go to a home with other dogs, so we're trying I, yeah. to find him a place he that, did. or children. So the other dog ended up bleeding a lot. Poor old, yeah, like, poor Craig. blood gushing. out of his ear. The people were super chill about it, though. They were so sweet. They were just like, it, it happens, that's why we're here, and we were just like, I almost cried. Like, I was yeah, fucking, I like, had oh my God. very, very bad adrenaline problems that day, and I was like, almost <laughs> sobbing. Uh, but then I didn't, so that was good for all of us, I think. And um, they, shockingly enough, did not adopt old Bart. Yep, and now we're paying for his cardiologist appointment. Yep, so, and uh, he is unadoptable, old Bart, so... He's basically ours forever. Prayers for him, he's gonna die in... <laughs> I guess the sooner the better. I'm just kidding. No, I love Bart. I, know, I, I love never Bart want him too. to die. I know, he's the, like, grumpiest old man. He's my I know. favorite. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. This is a very short episode. Oh I'm God, sorry. Please. We just, nope. Shout outs. We have to do our shout outs. Um, I guess that's all the shitty content we have for you guys. Um, but yeah. So thank you to everyone for listening, and especially thank you to fucking Shannon who has been listening since the beginning. And I've forgotten to give her a shout out every single time because I'm Aww. the shittiest friend, but she's like my best friend, and I love her very much. And her weird. Diabetes boyfriend, but whatever. Just kidding, Justin, I love you. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. So, Shannon is getting her PhD in chemistry at UConn. Wow! She's a fucking stupid chemistry genius. So. That's amazing. Yeah, so the um, IUPAC nomenclature will probably speak to her on a personal level. I do not know what that... Oh, yeah, that's from the beginning of the episode. All right. One, Sorry. two, Theo, Brydene, H, nine, ten, seven. Hydrogen. Sweet Jesus. Um, I'm going to send stickers to Shannon 
in Connecticut, my brother in Washington, and Alexis in California. I have them all addressed. I just can't find my stamps, so I just have to, like, do that, and then I'll send them. I have stamps in my car, actually. They're oh. Christmas stamps, though. That's perfect. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so Christmas stamps for all. Um, I wanted to give a special shout-out to Abby for listening and giving so much great feedback, and she has a ton of ideas, and Ooh. Um, it's going to be a little while before we can implement them, because I think we need an actual recording place, because it's really hard to record with additional people, but... Um, oh, like she special does, guests? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't even have a dog. She doesn't even like dogs. <laughs> and she listens to this podcast. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it's great. Aww. And Carrie, too. Carrie doesn't have a dog. Carrie doesn't really like dogs. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, my boyfriend Skylar listened to an episode. Our friend Lincoln listened to... I think he's listened to almost all of them. Yeah. He was listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's all caught up. This, Thank you, um, uh, Phil. Gentleman Phil, yes. This gentleman, Will Speed, that we met at Arcadia. Yes. Um, we gave him a sticker, and he said he was going to listen. I don't know if he did, but if he did, Cool. Um, and also thanks to all of our Uber drivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you're right. We literally tell every single one of them. I'm I'm always just like, do you listen to podcasts? And they're like, no, not really. And I'm like, well, I have a dog podcast. And they're like, <laughs> and like oh, that is. They're like, great. All right, I have mints in the back of my seat. And I'm like, well, let me tell you about my dog podcast. <laughs> it's always very awkward. Yeah. Do you have any shout-outs? Yeah, shout-out to Phil from Arcadia, uh, Lincoln from Lincolnville, <laughs> and I think those are my only friends who really listen, Phil and Lincoln. So, so yeah, I guess, sorry that this was such a short episode. Um, all, all my friends are dogs, yeah, all my friends are dogs, yeah, I gave up on people cause all my Thanks for listening. Sorry, we suck. Gross. Yeah. Sydney Davis lived alone until he took that stray pup home. She had six pups of her own. Alone. My lovely lady pups. In fact, a pack of friends he had who always seemed to be so glad to see him walking through the door and jumping. Good night, good night, my friends.